Thanks for being with us on Valentine's Day. Bruce Claggett in for Mike Smith. It is a Canadian news outlet versus the RCMP. At a news conference yesterday, right outside BC Supreme Court in downtown Vancouver, Amber Bracken and editorial leaders from the Narwhal confirmed they are suing the Mounties for wrongful arrest, wrongful detention, and charter rights violations. Why? Well, Amber was working as a freelance photojournalist when she was arrested back in November of 2021 at the camp set up by those protesting the Coastal Gas Link pipeline. That's west of Prince George. Well, Amber Bracken joins us now. Amber, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, take us back to that day in November. Tell us in your words what happened. Um, I was covering Wet'suwet'en hereditary-directed uh, opposition to the Coastal Gas Link Pipeline, as I have done for uh, three years running. And um, police had started an enforcement action in the territory and also deployed a pretty massive exclusion zone. So I was 40 kilometers away from the nearest police checkpoint. Um, as the as the events had unfolded, I was already present when the police checkpoint went up, and uh, resultingly, my editorial desk reached out to the RCMP to make sure that they were aware that I was in the area and reporting from from the scene. And um, that day, I was um, where the the protesters were inside the tiny house. And the uh, police came in. I identified myself repeatedly. Um, I had press tags on my on my equipment that was um, on my person, um, and I also had assignment letters and other kinds of credentials and you know proof of assignment and uh, and uh, like membership cards into the Canadian Association of Journalists that the RCMP never reviewed and had no interest in looking at. So you were within the lines. The lines changed, meaning that they pushed back the exclusion zone to beyond where you were. Uh, you identified yourself as a journalist, explained uh, who you were, but you were at the camp uh, set up by protesters, interviewing them, I guess, but not protesting yourself, right? Absolutely. That's a very important distinction. So I was present, but I was there uh, for the purpose, exclusively the purpose of reporting and, and documenting events as they unfolded. Journalists uh, do report, they document, and uh, the big word in journalist is journal, meaning that they observe. Uh, are you an editorialist or a journalist? I'm not sure I understand the distinction. What is an editorialist relative to a journalist? That's a very good point. Uh, editorialist uh, comes up with an opinion and a uh, journalist is someone that does document and uh, asks right questions on behalf of uh, the people consuming the product that they're writing, the content. Uh, you were there without any preconceived allegiance, weren't you? I'm, I'm, I work in that territory as a journalist exclusively. Ah, okay. So you were arrested uh, after identifying yourself as a journalist. And uh, and from that point, what happened to you? Because I see one of the things that you are uh, contesting in court is the fact that uh, you were wrongfully detained afterwards, wrongful detention. So tell me about what happened after there. 
So I was taken into arrest, under arrest, and, and taken into custody, transported to the Houston detachment, um, and, you know, processed in. And even after speaking to people there and, you know, multiple different officers along the way, they maintained my detention. And ultimately, I was transported 300 kilometers away to Prince George, uh, where I spent the whole weekend until we were able to see a judge on Monday. And um, that part of it was a true surprise. This uh, behavior in exclusion zones by RCMP is not necessarily surprising. They have been doing uh, catch and release of journalists for a number of years and have been admonished by the BC Supreme Court for that behavior, as well as um, being, you know, criticized and called out by the multiple civil liberties and journalism organizations. So it was less of a surprise that I was um, immediately arrested, but I did kind of expect that to be the pattern of catch and release. And the fact that they detained me over the weekend was a definite escalation of that tactic. Even when it comes to that catch, usually the reason for that is uh, you're interfering with uh, with the peace. Uh, that's why you end up being arrested, anybody being arrested, journalist or not. Um, but it sounds like... Uh, uh, there certainly wasn't an exclusion zone before you set up. Um, but the detention, I would, I that's... Would strong, I would strongly disagree that the reason for journalists being um, arrested is that they're interfering. I think that there's a, a, a definite difference of opinion. Um, but uh, the, the issue with the exclusion zones is that they set up vast areas in which it's impossible to be and to report. And that police have um, defined extensive zones around their work area that uh, Judge Thompson in the BC Supreme Court ruling said were unnecessarily expansive and absolutely did interfere with the function of journalists and um, were an unnecessary buffer between police and journalists. So I think that there's there's a, a lot of latitude within these zones and police are making decisions. How long were you detained for? Uh, three days. Well, three nights. Three days, uh, three nights. So there would have been charges uh, within 24 hours, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were the charges against you? Uh, I don't have them in front of me, but they would have been something to the effect of uh, violating the injunction. Okay. Um, and uh, what have you done with those charges? Uh, where do you stand? Are they still before the courts or... Where are they? No, they were they were very quietly withdrawn uh, Christmas Eve of 2021. Uh, that's interesting. So, in all this uh, going before the courts now, and the narwhal looks like it's uh, fully backing you, which uh, I would imagine means that they're picking up the cost of this. Uh, you're not bearing this yourself, are you? Uh, no, this is going to be very difficult and expensive litigation. So, um, we have an excellent legal team and the narwhal is fundraising to cover the costs of this of this yeah this court case what damages are going to be sought here um there i don't have the numbers in front of me that would be more a question for the legal team uh but they are decidedly uneconomic that has been repeatedly impressed upon me that the amounts that are even available to be sought in a charter damages case are uh, quite low, uh, particularly in relation to the cost of actually litigating it and going through the court process. Now, we're at the very start of this court process. Uh, 
Have you lost uh, faith in the RCMP, or did you go into this not having much faith to begin with? This is not a question of um, faith. I think this is a question of assessing behavior. And I think that it's become clear that this is is becoming more and more of a habit of um, interfering with journalists in these very vast RCMP-controlled zones. And I think it's necessary to have the conversation in the courts to reassess and um, perhaps force a, a change of policy. You've certainly shone a uh, spotlight on this case, and uh, it's one for people to think about and possibly to discuss in journalism classes. Would you do anything differently? And I'm saying this before we go through the court system. Courts are their own system. I'm just asking you right now yourself, would you uh, do this again if the circumstances were the same? I think that it's impossible to speculate on your lawyers maybe say, don't answer that, don't answer that. <laughs> no, the, there's many variables in this case, but I think I'm, at this moment, I'm very, very glad to be part of a, a strong team bringing a very important case to public uh, conversation and to the courts. I think this is an issue that affects really the public's rights to know. So it's it's less about, you know, my discomfort and interference with my job rights, but this is about the public's right to know and whether or not we are, are collectively okay with living in a society where police can just close the door to uh, journalism in, in like, you know, a 40-square-mile area. Amber, thanks for sharing your story with us. Thank you very much.